kind of shoes are you wearing right now? Well, because it's summer, I'm wearing flip-flops. Is that your ideal everyday shoe? (laughs) (laughs) Certainly for warm weather. Easy on, easy off. Our colleague Suzanne Kapner covers the retail industry. And lately, she's been writing about shoes, specifically the brand Allbirds, which took off on social media. Unless you're living under a rock, you've probably heard of Allbirds. And I'm not kidding when I say that these are the shoes that I reach for every single day. Like, I feel like my feet hurt all the time, no matter what shoes I'm in. But these have, like, some sort of magic cushion to them that makes them amazing. People were raving about the company's everyday sneakers. The shoes were comfortable, they were simple, and above all, they were eco-friendly, made of a surprising material, wool. So it doesn't matter that most sneakers are made from synthetics and synthetics are made from dirty old oil. We think it matters. That's why we're using something renewable instead. Now don't just take my mom's word. Allbirds had found lightning in a bottle, but that success wasn't easy to hold on to. Customers loved the idea that it was sustainable, but that wasn't what was going to make them buy a pair of shoes. It had to check all these other boxes, and then the sustainability was the icing on the cake. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Jessica Mendoza. It's Thursday, August 3rd. Coming up on the show... One sustainable footwear company explodes in popularity, but struggles to keep up. The idea for Allbirds started with a guy named Tim Brown. Tim Brown, he grew up in New Zealand. He played professional soccer in New Zealand. And it was around 2008 that he started thinking about developing a different kind of sneaker. The way he tells it is that all the shoes, you know, they're covered in logos. They're made from all kinds of plastic and other man-made materials. And he started thinking, you know, what if we did things differently? In 2013, Brown decided to create a prototype of the shoe he was envisioning, a shoe made of merino wool, which is a big industry in New Zealand and is considered a sustainable material. Meaning that you shave the sheep, you shave their wool, and it grows back. So it's not like you have to kind of make a lot of plastic, which requires a lot of oil to produce. So that is better for the environment. Brown got a research grant from the New Zealand Wool Association that helped fund his prototype. And then he put the idea on Kickstarter. He pitched the concept as comfy, cool, and sustainable, and the company as intentional and focused on quality. Brown set a goal of $30,000, but backers loved his idea so much, the campaign made almost $120,000 in just five days. With the money in hand, Brown went looking for advice on what to do next. That's how he met Joey Zwillinger. Brown had reached out to Zwillinger, who at the time was working for a biotech company in San Francisco. And Brown flew to San Francisco, met with Zwillinger, and Zwillinger decided to team up with him. Like Brown, Zwillinger was interested in starting a business focused on sustainability. And in 2016, the two of them founded Allbirds. 
They wanted to make a shoe that was sustainable, meaning using materials that were not sort of based in oil and plastics. But they also really wanted to make a very comfortable shoe. Brown and Zwillinger took the Kickstarter money and mass-produced their shoe, the Wool Runner. And they went hard on marketing it. Soft, cozy, sheep, shoe. Soft, cozy, sheep, shoe. The Wool Runner was their first sneaker when they launched in 2016. And it was really different from shoes on the market at that time. It stood out because it had mainly a gray wool upper, white rubber sole, no logos. They were sort of bland and nondescript, but they were different from what was on the market. And really, that sort of made people sit up and take notice of them. The advertising worked, especially in Silicon Valley where it seemed like people adopted the shoe as their uniform. I feel like this was like the one thing I didn't have to fit like the full like Bay Area tech bro aesthetic, you know? Da-da-da! Albert! And then the brand really blew up. Celebrities like Hilary Duff and Ben Affleck, politicians, Barack Obama was photographed in them. Paul Ryan, the former Speaker of the House, was photographed in them. I mean, there was, you know, they became a real fashion statement. Just a year after the company launched online, Allbirds opened its first brick-and-mortar store. And at one point, the brand set up a pop-up shop at a Shake Shack. They were selling limited-edition sneakers stamped with a green burger logo. And people lined up around the block. Allbirds' popularity was exploding. By 2021, it had gone from a small footwear startup to a publicly traded company. They closed that first day of trading with a market value of $4 billion, which was pretty significant considering their sales at the time was less than $300 million. So they really had a huge valuation. Brown and Zwillinger decided to use the success of their first shoe to expand Allbirds into other products. Their follow-up to the everyday wool runner was a basic running shoe called the Tree Dasher. And that was marketed as an entry-level running shoe. You know, not something you necessarily run a marathon in, but you could certainly do a 5K and go to the gym in it. That shoe did well. With two successful shoes on the market, the sky seemed like the limit. And so the company started expanding really fast. In a matter of months, Allbirds came out with more footwear, including sandals and a more advanced running shoe, and a whole clothing line. But it soon became clear that some of their new products didn't live up to the original shoe. In 2022, they launched the Tree Flyer that was more of a hardcore technical shoe. That's kind of where they started to stumble. How did customers respond? Well, sales were disappointing. It it did not resonate with consumers. And Allbirds wasn't really known for running. You know, that wasn't the association that people had with the brand. I was told, you know, it can take Nike sometimes three years between the inception to when the the product actually launches. It, It takes a lot of research. And also, it's hard to get people to switch running shoes. You know, people tend to be loyal to the shoe that they're wearing, if it works for them. And it can be a little hard to convince people to switch. So runners weren't necessarily thinking about sustainability. That did not seem to be the driver of their purchase decisions. 
They are looking for things like comfort, style, price, with running shoes, support, and cushioning. And sustainability was sort of at the bottom of the list for a lot of people. On top of that, you know, it's sneakers developed holes. The merino wool used in the upper of the sneaker uh, is just not as durable as some of the synthetic fibers. And customers were complaining of holes. Their big toes were starting to peek out from the shoes, sometimes after only a few months. Some users took to social media to complain about the shoe. Allbird says it has made more than 30 changes to its shoes to prevent holes. Zwillinger added that shoes by other brands tend to develop holes too. Quality issues also showed up in other Allbirds products. Sources told Suzanne about one awkward presentation as the company prepared to launch a collection of wool leggings. There was a meeting at their headquarters in San Francisco where a model was trying on the leggings and folks in the meeting noticed they were see-through. One called out, hey, I could see your underwear. Yikes. And so some of those leggings, it turned out they were unsellable because of the sheerness problem. Now, the company says that was only one light color and they were able to catch it sort of early in the product development cycle. But regardless, the leggings did not work. They did not sell well. People I spoke to said they didn't hold their shape. They just, you know, the way you try on a good legging, it really hugs your body and that spandex really snaps back. These leggings just didn't, they couldn't compete. Merino wool is good at wicking away some moisture from the body. I spoke with an analyst who tried out one of their running shirts. And he he actually took a selfie, a photograph of himself after he went for a run in the shirt because he said he was so wet, it looked like he had taken a shower with the shirt on. Oh, man. And he, he sent it to the company to say, hey, this is not really uh, doing a great job of wicking away the moisture. But as the company made even more stuff, like puffer jackets, dresses, and T-shirts, their products didn't connect with customers. The clothes were so unsuccessful that in 2022, Allbirds had to stop making most of them. And that cost the company around $13 million. The company still wasn't turning a profit, and its two CEOs were struggling to see eye to eye. That's next. The original Allbirds customers were looking for a comfortable, sustainable, everyday sneaker. And as one TikTok user shows, it was especially attractive to older folks. Babes, if you're over 40 or over 50, over 60, and you're obsessed with cute, comfortable shoes, then this TikTok is for you. I got a pair of Allbirds, so let me show you the original pair of Allbirds. So, Allbirds but as Allbirds made new products... Tim Brown wanted to go after a younger generation of shoppers. And his idea was to reel them in with bolder designs. They partnered with designers and illustrators to do limited edition shoes. This designer, Rosie Asseline, did a pair of uh, limited edition slide sandals. And they came out with shoes in, you know, bright colors and, and kind of edgier designs as they tried to kind of attract this younger audience. Core customers weren't exactly psyched by these new collections. As I've heard from some longtime customers, some of the older folks who were buying the brand said, 
When they started coming out with these new products, like I didn't understand what they were doing. Like this wasn't the brand that I fell in love with. It wasn't for me anymore. So I don't think they attracted enough younger customers and they lost some of the older crowd. Still, Brown thought Gen Z was the future of the company. And that led to some tension between him and Zwillinger. In general, this co-CEO structure, it could be very difficult to navigate. Employees said they'd come out of a meeting with Brown, who would tell them one thing, only to go into a meeting with Zwillinger, who would tell them something else. You know, it was like trying to satisfy two bosses. We, we've all been there at some point, and we know how difficult that can be. Brown and Zwillinger say that they have always been aligned on strategy. With the drama inside the company and products that weren't hitting the mark, Allbirds had lost its footing. And in 2022, the company reported a loss of over $100 million. They needed a new strategy. So what solution did they land on? Their conclusion was Allbirds needs to go back to its roots. So get rid of the athletic clothes that weren't working. Focus on your core, you know, those wool runners and the dashers that were really popular and go back and do them better. Improve the quality, come out with new designs, new iterations, kind of, you know, just get back to your roots. So Allbirds cut back. A lot of the company's apparel is gone. It doesn't sell puffer jackets or dresses anymore. Instead, it's sticking to very basic clothes, like T-shirts, underwear, and socks. The company is also doubling down on its original, best-selling products, the Wool Runner and Tree Dasher. And it also has plans to update those lines with new colors and styles. In terms of the business of Allbirds, where do things stand now? Well, this will be the first year as a public company that analysts are projecting sales to decline. And the stock is down about more than 90% from its IPO. It's trading just above a dollar. They still have a lot of cash on hand, but you know they, they need to get sales growing again. They have never earned a profit as a public company. So they have been losing money and they need to figure out how to earn money if they're going to stay in business. In May, Zwillinger was named the sole CEO, with Brown now overseeing brand awareness and culture as its chief innovation officer. But even with the scale back on products, the company is still prioritizing being a sustainable brand. They did just launch a new shoe called the Moonshot, which it's sort of a sock-like sneaker. And the company says that through its manufacturing process, it absorbs more carbon dioxide than it emits. Here's Brown at a Bloomberg summit a few weeks ago. We're seven years into what I think can be a 100-year journey uh, to help build the next generation of brands that are anchored in an environmental purpose. Um, so they are sticking very much with sustainability. There's no plans to backtrack from their sustainability goals. Brown told Suzanne that Allbirds is ahead of its time when it comes to eco-friendly products. But Zwillinger said that while people came to Allbirds for sustainability, they stayed because the products were actually comfortable and reasonably priced. So what, to you, is the big takeaway here? Well, a lot of companies are trying to crack the sustainability code. We've seen various companies trying to come out with more sustainable practices, 
to reduce their carbon footprint. And these are all really worthy goals, but they don't necessarily drive consumers to make purchases. So companies really need to think about how sustainability fits into their overall proposition for customers. That's all for today, Thursday, August 3rd. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like our show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.